If you are hearing this right now, it means we're covering some graphic topics in today's episode. This is a true crime and paranormal podcast. There's going to be some murder. How stressed are you on a scale of one to, what's a good number? <laughs> Ten? I don't know. That's pretty even. Okay. That's uh, kind of lame. I wanted to do like 35 or Okay. Something. On a one to 35, I'm about a 20. Like, I'm not that bad. But Sheesh! Like, maybe a 22. I'm, let's go with 22. Just upped it. Wow. Okay. Just by two. It's 22 out of 35. All right. All right. Ooh, I don't like that that's not a good fraction. Okay. Yeah. One out of 10. Let's, <laughs> let's go back. What is that? A seven? Ish. Yeah. Eight? Yeah. I'd probably go like six and a half, seven. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I Well, the school year's not really that heavy for me right now. Mm-hmm. But it will be. Jesus, it will be. Made my back into a circle. Hey, don't I might don't neck, steal my spotlight. My neck has been killing Because <laughs> are you hunched in a circle? I mean, a little. Because I'll be like on the yeah. couch on this new couch it's super comfortable but i think it gives me bad position or whatever probably posture but i think you need to stop stealing my spotlight what spotlight the I'm circular spine that's oh, that's your me joke? it's yeah. not a joke that's my spine oh gosh <laughs> do you have scoliosis <laughs> no i don't actually have oh scoliosis. you poser <laughs> that's funny what do you want me to do? Fucking break out <laughs> a back brace and uh, tell you how disappointing funny. my childhood was? <laughs> like, oh, shit. Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I just don't want you to stolen valor people who actually have <laughs> scoliosis. I never said I had <laughs> scoliosis. I just said my spine is Freaking. like shaped like a C because I hunch all the time. Okay. Um, you Grinch. I keep getting all these ads for like Cheeto popcorn, like the what? ad with with Mila Kunis she's like eating the Cheeto popcorn and then Ashton Kutcher's like hey that's that. my popcorn I don't what know it's cheesy as hell but <laughs> it's a it's a commercial I keep getting it on YouTube and stuff hmm. but every time I just look at the bag and it has Chester Cheetah on it and I don't know I've never heard the Cheetah talk but I feel like if he were to talk um he would have the voice of like this no I feel like Chester Cheetah has the voice of like a soulful wise black man I think he sounds like Tony the Tiger, the Special K Tiger guy. Did you just call Tony the Tiger special? Special K, that's the cereal. Tony he the does Tiger. A, no, he does Frosted Flakes, not Special K. Oh, shoot. <laughs> no, that's Well, I like Special K better. That's Tony's cousin so. Tanya. Oh, Tanya, Special K. She's trying to watch her figure. <laughs> cool. Ta- yeah. Jesus. Uh, are you first this week? Yep. Okay. That's me. Dude, I'm so excited to get to my case. You have no idea. <laughs> And I'm also kind of excited to hear mm. your case because I, I got you your sources and then mm-hmm. I'm so confused. All you said was, get me stuff on cockfighting. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where's this going? That's a question. That's not a, that's <laughs> not a stand. Where's this going? <laughs> uh, I'm probably on an FBI watch. We're going to check now. out cockfighting. Because I've been it's Googling. Be I've been Googling things like in the last last episode, I was Googling I stuff like. Uh, drugs used in the 1970s popular drugs drug dictionary and now i'm googling like cockfighting the history of cockfighting where to view cockfighting (laughs) (laughs) seriously yeah the fbi guys watching me through my laptop like what is this girl doing (laughs) oh man it's okay me and my fbi agent have a pretty close relationship because i watch netflix in the shower (laughs) oh my goodness we're close (laughs) (laughs) this is a good episode (laughs) <laughs> oh shoot i'm kidding oh god i really hope my mom hasn't figured out how to listen to the podcast she probably edit that part out uh, it's because i've been watching so much teen mom lately i just can't put it down i've been watching it in the shower 
I'm watching it while I cook everything. I'm just addicted to teen pregnancy, I guess. How many do you like all those like uh, reality shows? Or whatever? <laughs> yes, because oh, I've I've already caught up on all the episodes of Thousand Pound Sisters. You know the one with the oh yeah, so you gotta the, find the, something else. The, the Slayton sisters, I love them so much. Oh my god, they're hilarious. But then I I started on Teen Mom. Nobody cares about this. <laughs> they're here for murder, not Teen Moms. <laughs> what are we talking about? This? Okay, uh. anyways, let's. <laughs> <laughs> I need some tea. Non, oh yeah, non-racist tea. this have time. Tea on the ground. That vanilla chai hits i dare i say better than sleepy time that's fair it is i had it yesterday i'm only buying co bigelow from now on i want tiny ceramic figurines all right yeah we we shouted out stash and and uh but we didn't shout out bigelow yeah i do love me some co bigelow this chair is broken and i'm gonna scream i'm gonna throw this okay well now that i want it off it won't come off it was already it was already like that i did not break this chair anyone from george fox listening i did not break this chair okay (laughs) It came broken. Okay. I'm so ready. we run a podcast and it's called Archive and I think you should check it oh. out. Oh. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome to Archive Murder Mystery All Around Mayhem. That's Ben. That's Bailey. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um this I think you're first. Yep, I'm first. And I'm gonna be talking about <laughs> cockfighting. Everybody was <laughs> Everybody was cockfighting. Those cocks were fast as lightning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow, Kung Fu Panda looks really different this time. Oh my <laughs> Kung Fu Panda 3 is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the geese fighting the ones that make the ramen. <laughs> He's talking to Poe. He's like, you, you must be a cockfighter like me. Just <laughs> <laughs> this giant panda just mauling a bunch of geese. Oh God. Uh, Kung Fu Panda 3, rated R. Oh, Jesus. Okay, get on with it. <laughs> Good Lord. Okay, that's horrible. <laughs> Cockfighting is one of those sports that goes back a long time because people just love violence. Seeing things kill each other. It's just yeah, it's a thing. That tracks. Yeah. <laughs> the fighting cock used to be a kind of sacred animal, and obviously it's entertainment, but they actually had like a respect for it. Mm. Whereas nowadays, like you don't think of a cockfighting ring and be like oh yeah they respect that animal <laughs> no not really You're like oh that guy must hate chickens <laughs> yeah man chickens suck but i wouldn't you know well, i'm scared i, I of wouldn't all be birds. unethical with them but i'm scared of all birds suck. so especially chickens oh, really? yeah what about parrots no god no anybody who owns birds there's something parrots wrong with cool. you no Ugh. i don't like birds i dated a guy like in high school who had birds Shout out to David. You were a cool dude, but God, I could not get behind those birds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so pre and post Jesus, cockfighting occurred in the temples and the bird that lost. Jesus be, was a part of cockfighting. I mean, remember when he like disrupted the. I did not learn this in Quaker class. Remember when he made a big stir and he like whipped somebody in a in a outside a church. Jesus whipped somebody. Yeah. I he, thought like, he was all like Gandhi, no violence. No, remember uh, Jesus was they were Gandhi. Like, they were like profiting off of people's uh sacrifices or whatever because you mm. you know you had to sacrifice so people would exchange money and like do all this like shady business right outside the church and jesus was like what the hell like this is not what you're supposed to be doing jesus said what the hell jesus gone so i'm wild. sure they, they probably were cockfighting outside Dang. the temple because they would do a cockfight and then the bird that lost would be burned on an altar and its ashes were placed in like a golden pot or urn to be given as an offering to some deity 
Mm. Um, so maybe not a Christian temple, but you know, a, a temple. Also, what God wants a second-rate chicken? <laughs> like, oh, oh, good, thanks. You gave me the loser. Hey, well, they seasoned it first. They they put like, <laughs> so you know, they, they put it in white. a pot with spices and stuff, and and uh, <laughs> and gum. It said and gums, which are I looked it up. Apparently, gum is just like isn't like a. It's just something that oozes out of plants. Like that's yeah. just the. It can be used sap? as like a glue or something. Sap. It's not called sap though, but I don't know. Whatever. Is it called syrup? <clears throat> Maple syrup? Doesn't matter. I'll cut this part out. <laughs> it's the next twenty minutes of quaaludes, but I was Oh no. Plans. Yeah, no. That will not hap- that'll probably happen sometime. <laughs> okay. Uh, don't jinx us. And the Greeks would use a cockfight to hype up soldiers before battle you know just give them that violent <laughs> urge and like it's pretty gnarly they're like yeah yeah get them drumsticks get them <laughs> let's go sparkle <laughs> sparkle oh yeah greta's uh my they're boyfriend's like, right, little now let's go kill people <laughs> my boyfriend's little sister they had chickens when they were growing up and she named her sparkle emily <laughs> oh my god i'll never get up. i'm like not just sparkle not just emily it <laughs> yeah. was sparkle emily yeah and there was like five of them because they kept dying and <laughs> their mom just kept replacing them oh, jesus <laughs> yeah five sparkle emily's yeah <laughs> that's so funny weren't the greeks also the ones who like wrestled but like slathered in olive oil i don't know that sounds awesome though i love how everybody I'll is like add that in there for brave the you know like one of those ancient soldiers and they like think of that as like the epitome of like manliness and like courage and bravery and stuff which is like yeah brave going to war but i don't know if that's the epitome of like the toxic masculinity they're aiming for those men literally wrestled naked slathered in olive oil well plus they were gay (laughs) a lot of time so they didn't have the same like fear of femininity or whatever quote femininity yeah yeah okay we're talking about chickens yeah Yeah. we're talking about we were talking about chickens. I just like doing that. I feel like I have a pretty good chicken impression. You do have a pretty good chicken. You want to try? No. Why not? I can do people voices, but not animals. Ha. I got you there. Okay. <laughs> That's true. Um, you do a pretty mean gorilla, too. Oh, man. I love doing a gorilla. <laughs> I don't know if that's gorilla. Next I think is it's just gorilla crimes. I think it's just a monkey. And next week, we're covering Harambe. Okay. I saw this tweet, and it was like, we don't even know the true strength of gorillas because no, none of them have been taught like bodybuilding techniques. <laughs> Like if the gorillas were to work out, that's true. They could freaking lift a car, karate by chop themselves. a car in half. Like, I think we should give gorillas steroids. They can already rip a human in half. Like, dude, a body, a, a bodybuilder gorilla. We could send one of those motherfuckers Jeez. into a war. I don't know why. I, I my first thought is send wepo- them to weaponized, war. weaponized bodybuilder gorillas. But you know, I'm an American, so that tracks. Just in that my makes nature sense. to to how can we make it kill people all right now let's talk about weaponized chickens right weaponized chickens they actually are weaponized <laughs> chickens uh yeah so nowadays like neither the birds or the sport get that kind of treatment uh modern europeans cockfighting they don't really care about respecting the animals i mean not that p- pitting two chickens against each other is respectful but giving them like a, a nice burial that's that's cool i guess yeah um yeah <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Forcing two animals to fight each other to the death, yeah. I don't think has ever been necessarily respectful, but <laughs> yeah. at least but at least they uh, were treated better probably back then than they are now yeah. cuz like oh even like the winners of the chicken fights or whatever mm-hmm. nowadays like they just still fight get again. S- they just fight again, but then they get stuck in a 1 foot by 1 foot cage until the next fight. Yeah. So it's I like, mean they're not even stuck in a cage. They're just like there's a chain on their ankle or whatever. 
and they're just chained oh, I to something. You're about to say they roam free, and I'm like, that's no, dangerous. No, 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 no. <laughs> Chickens oh with razor God, blades yeah. strapped to them. Who fuck attack dogs? You know, I want to attack <laughs> rooster <laughs> with razor blades. <laughs> okay, so the English spread it to the colonies, and the U.S. is one of those colonies. Hey, that's where we live. Yeah, the center of the uh, universe. <laughs> I was gonna say, oh, don't cheer for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, don't admit to that. <laughs> okay, like but it's a crime. <laughs> it yeah, is. like I said with the respect thing, obviously it's not respectful. But hey, at least they get a golden cauldron for their dead body. For for modern fighting cocks, when they are wounded in battle, and it is battle, like this is yeah. legit. Like they have weapons and shit. Okay, so <laughs> when they're wounded, they just get thrown in a can on top of one another, like dead or alive. Doesn't matter. Dang. They just yeah. The cockfighters. That's how I want to go out. They just put them in a can, to be dealt with once the whole event's over. Mm. Whereas Dang. early times, they would one by gold, one sacrifice them to a deity. That's how I want to go. Way cooler. Can you sacrifice me to a deity. Oh hell yeah! Thanks. I don't have a pot big enough to fit your <laughs> body, but. Well, that's fine. You can chop me shot. up. I'll be dead. I'll do one. I'll f- I'll sacrifice one of your fingers to a deity. Actually, I want you to chop me up Promise and put me in that. a garbage bag and put me on the oh, side yeah. of the road so I can <laughs> so I can nurture the the future generations of true crime. It, that, that is the, so funny. I just I love that. Uh, just that kidding. I'm gonna so donate funny. my body to science and then they yeah. can chop me up and put me in a garbage they bag. They can do. I won't put that on want. you. I just you gotta do something for the the future generations of true crime you ever, enthusiasts. Do you ever like, worry about? I know that oh, there's shit. gonna be little girls in the future looking at the side of the road for a dead body, and I hope that I can give that to them. <laughs> donate your body to science or donate your body to the next generation of uh donate your body to dexter hey, what were you dump, talking dump about me in a harbor <laughs> somewhere yeah <laughs> we're getting on so many tangents uh what, what was i talking about uh we have a nice chickens oh my body that we stopped on the gold urn because i want it i want my gold oh urn to yeah be a, a garbage bag on the side of the road yeah i can i'll see what i can do thank you I think honestly your family you'll, pro- would you'll not probably really die like before i do what the fuck <laughs> Oh, I am older than you, but you're older not. than me, and then women also live longer than men. Birds are just birds; like there's nothing special about them, you know. But that doesn't mean we should treat them badly. But to cockfighters, <laughs> Thank they you are for that seriously. Revelation. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean we should treat them badly. <laughs> Does that sentence mean anything? <laughs> Peta's like, no. holy shit, we've never thought of that before. Oh my god. <laughs> Peta's over here, like guys, guys, chickens are animals too. <laughs> Jesus. okay shut up, shut up. <laughs> all right but to the cockfighters there are seriously just a way to make money like they're not even they don't mm-hmm. even factor that in like it's just they're just making money they're completely disposable to them even the winners they're just like they probably still got chunks of flesh out of them so oh yeah for either sure. they battle again and die or they just like they don't retire <laughs> you know <laughs> there's no retired I'm chickens ima- <laughs> imagining a chicken on uh, a beach like surfs up <laughs> bob the chicken yeah. or whatever his name is i was thinking of like assassin chickens like you could that's Screw true. paying for a hitman. Pay a hundred dollars for a assassin chicken with razor blades on its claws. <laughs> come to it's like a hundred dollars for a, for a not great one. Oh, <laughs> well for an average. You're one. on a list. An if you're looking one, up the prices. <laughs> <laughs> for an average one, it's seventy five to a hundred dollars, and then Man. really nice ones can be. Or no, sorry, normal ones are a hundred dollars to a thousand dollars, and then really Jesus. good ones from breeders who have a good reputation or whatever it can be a thousand and up. There's like millions of dollars in this, isn't there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Dang. Up until everything was banned, because it was like three holdout states where it wasn't banned, mm. um, cockfighting in, in the U.S. It was a billion-dollar industry. Whoo! Dang. Billion-dollar industry. Um, and that's like 2006, 2007. Mm. 
Yeah, when it was fully banned by every all the states. Yeah, billion dollar industry. That is ridiculous. Both yeah, now it's all underground because it's illegal. Um, do but they still do it. This g- our cases are very similar this week, and I did not even notice it. Really? Mine's about mine has to do with prohibition. Oh shoot! So like okay. illegal activity. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I the guess mo- our whole our stuff. entire podcast yeah. is about illegal activity. <laughs> yeah, illegal. Yeah. <laughs> Minus the ghosts. Well, yeah, and the some Sasquatch. of that's not illegal. Well, I guess how they became ghosts it usually is illegal. That's true. Murder, or torture. Legal, legal murder, right? Most some of the time. What is their legal murder? The witch trials. That felt pretty legal murder to me. I mean, I I don't I don't, I don't like I don't like debating the mo- yeah, morality yeah, of yeah. the Salem witch trials. Yeah, or the legality. <laughs> I don't think that's even the morality. Uh, what was I doing? What was I talking about? I don't know. <laughs> oh, it just went underground, and then both of our cases are right. about illegal stuff. Right. God, we are not tracking. So today. cock, <laughs> cock. New game cock. every time. Cockfighters. Every time we say the word cock in today's episode, you get to take a drink. So cockfighters of non-alcoholic beverage. <laughs> so since it's illegal now, if you could go, if you could find one, you'd see the shadiest people ever because it's like such a good place for all criminal activity. Because you know it's just fun. Like they got the they got the entertainment. Well, and then all you need is people who will sell drugs and like guns and all this type of stuff. I think anybody who chooses to hang around birds little nutty oh 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 little shade there but okay <laughs> i don't like birds i mean i don't have a bird but anyone you listening to this who a has bird. a bird wow wow i'm a bird like guy i'm a bird guy you could you're be. a bird girl uh you no. would have birds no i'm scared of birds <laughs> i would have birds i've owned he- i've owned rodents excuse me i have dogs thank you very much i love my rodents i will say my hedgehog, R.I.P. Henrietta, loved her. You would have a bird fighting arena. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. People like, she hates children. She hates birds. What's next? <laughs> Jesus? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. That's funny. The podcast. Uh, oh, God, yeah. Sorry. We're taking a lot of sidetracks, so I don't know if this is going to... If this doesn't track, <laughs> then that's our bad. In these places... We've got cockpits and brush pits. So the cockpit is like the main the main stage for, for the main battle or whatever. And then you have a few brush pits for when the current fight gets kind of worn out and like the chickens are exhausted or whatever and they're they're slowing down. They would move that one to a brush pit and then put fresh roosters in the middle of the main event. So they're just like circulating these birds? Yeah, the exhausted Jeez. ones, they cycle out and then the main pit gets uh, fresh chickens. Yeah, it's pretty messed. They want to make sure the environment's like high intensity so they can do all this vetting and stuff, you know? Okay, so the people bringing the chickens, they win the whole event if they have the most chickens win or, you know, survive. Because it's not like the chickens really win yeah. in any of these situations. <laughs> yeah, and they don't plan on the chickens lasting very long. That's why they each have farms of like hundreds of chickens. Or some people just breed them and then sell them to the actual cockfighters. Mm. But some people breed them and fight them. Oh. I feel like most people would do that. Just it makes more sense. Yeah, why? Why? Uh, Financially. Yeah. If we're maybe, gonna get into the more finance sketch. of yeah, it all. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the Los Angeles police in 2017 confiscated 7,000 birds <laughs> in the largest ever seizure for illegal cockfighting. That's a lot of birds. That's a lot of and birds. And they're all like they're not all roosters, but m- that's a lot of roosters like how in the you, mix. How much space does it take to hold 7,000 birds? I don't birds? know. I mean, if you're that's still a lot of that's still 7,000 square feet. I know. Yeah. Well. 
if you stack two cages on top of each other, that's still 3,500 square feet. I mean, if you stuff them into barrels, maybe... <laughs> no. Wait, do they do that? No. Oh. No. If it worked, they would do it. But they do chain them up so they can't move around at all. Which is weird because wouldn't you want them to be fit? Oh, wait. They train them. They train them? Yeah, so they put weights on their legs. I'm imagining tiny chicken barbells. And then do like a practice fight so that oh. they don't hurt each other oh. by trying to fight. They're yeah, trying, yeah. but they have weights, so it like trains them a little bit. It's not really Good. training. It's more like animal abuse, but yeah. It does make them better at killing other chickens, so. It's not training. It's, it's really training. just animal abuse. That's literally what my dog thinks every time I try to make him sit before he gets his chicken nugget. <laughs> uh Here's where it gets crazy. A hundred people from the the L.A. department, along with animal control, had a search warrant for this large property in northern Los Angeles County. The suspects ran into the hills and mounted police like on horses, searched for them on, on the 80-acre property. They nabbed 10 of them. I don't know how many of them were total. But ten, well, that's still a lot. They got 10 people. <laughs> Those people are like lower level, whatever. They just take care of the chickens. None of them really control Chicken the operation caretakers. at all. But yeah. Imagine filling out your resume. And that's a, ch- that's a chicken caretaker. <laughs> Ten years. Chicken Ten trainers. That's a chicken trainer. Chicken trainer. <laughs> oh, what kind of tricks did you make them do? Oh, kill each other. Yeah. Brutally. Uh, but I did teach one to put on his own razor blades, so that was pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> well, one can jump through a ring of fire, and then this other one can tear that one's throat out. Yeah. <laughs> in half a second. Like, why do you got to make them deadlier? To win the like they're not deadly enough you gotta it's, put razor it makes blades them on more them? interesting Jesus. to put on i guess weapons on that's them. fair yeah weaponized chickens are cooler than regular chickens but they cut off their weak spots they cut off their dangle thing they're the little the gaggle or the waddle <laughs> what the hell? you know what i'm talking about <laughs> yes yeah, they cut that off and then they Isn't cut their the mohawk gizzard? off too oh they cut off the mohawk the gizzard no that's like in your stomach or whatever no the gizzard is the neck thing no that's the waddle the, I, i'm gonna the tell the you right glizzard? now <laughs> gizzard that's on a turkey right same difference. That's it's the, the hangy downy bits. That's the gobble. <laughs> Man, I, I don't, don't want to debate with you over chicken anatomy right okay. now. <laughs> well, it's it's a it's a whatever. The danglies. You know what we're talking about. But from, not from those this, ones. You know exactly what we're talking about. You know exactly. Nobody what we're can watch about. this. From what we're saying, you, know, <laughs> yeah. you probably know exactly what we're talking about. At th- at this bust, they found a lot of stuff used for cockfighting. They were doing like mobile fighting rings, so they'd probably just go out in the middle of nowhere, host a fight. Oh my god, like a food Pack truck, but oh violent. Oh god, that's what I'm envisioning. That's and then, I mean, they could have a food truck there also. They sell tacos sell the, out sell of the, the back. Chicken tacos out the back, yeah. Chicken tacos. Well, yeah. What are you gonna do with the dead bodies? On the menu otherwise? tonight. Uh, whoever loses this round, it'd be so gross and muscly. Yeah. That's you do know when you eat chicken, it's the muscle that you're eating. Yeah, but you don't want like tense, death curdled meat. I mean, it's pretty fresh. Right? It was killed like five minutes ago. I know, but it's like. Ugh! It's like trying to fight something else to it's death. Usually you want steroids. something that's relaxed, right? Don't you want the meat to be relaxed? It's like the there's that farm in Japan Probably where they so massage the cows. What? Yeah. And then oh. they turn them into steak. Wait, then they turn them into steak. <laughs> yeah, they kill them. But they massage the cows they get and a then massage. slaughter them. That sounds nice. Supposedly the meat, it's like hundreds of dollars a pound. I want a lo-fi anime hip-hop uh, beats to study to with the with the cow getting massaged background that sounds awesome <laughs> like the slaughterhouse in the corner <laughs> oh shit no keep that out of here they found a bunch of razor hooks called gaffs that you you attach to the rooster's claws and then it just makes it more deadly and they found syringes and chicken steroids so they'd make them yeah they would uh bane up some chickens 
They also found some dead roosters with wounds on them that make sense for cockfighting. <laughs> yeah, and those 7,000 birds are slowly getting adopted, so that's cool. Oh yay. Not really. They killed them all. Oh, what? Yeah, they killed them all. Why? Oh, I guess if they have, You like, can't really diseases. adopt a chicken that's been trained to kill people kill other chicken like <laughs> that's true because anybody that has chickens is gonna be like well i don't want another well, rooster yeah Fuck that roosters. makes sense people with chickens are like roosters suck like regular roosters <laughs> regular. not let alone ones trained to be strong and aggressive like you don't want that shit mm-hmm. so they just killed them all Seven thousand birds that's sad yeah it kind of sucks they also found 50 guard dogs which makes me concerned that for the safety of those guard dogs because you <laughs> what, can re- you're scared they're gonna get fucked up by some chickens you can rehabilitate dogs you can't rehabilitate chickens yeah it's all about the folds in the brain i'm telling you <laughs> <laughs> are folds good or bad no, good. No, i know they're good yeah yeah <laughs> you're like well if they're good why don't i have any <laughs> <laughs> and i found this really sweet summary of cockfighting from PETA. they love cockfighting over there they love it <laughs> Avid it's their supporters. favorite it's their favorite sport yeah, because they haven't heard you say you that it's bad yet, so they sued? don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah, Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what, PETA? It's pretty bad. Oh, Get fuck. prepared, I'm PETA. Getting, I'm on it right now. Your favorite sport, cockfighting, it's actually not that cool. So roosters are born, raised, and trained to fight on game farms. The breeders, also called cockers, kill the birds <laughs> they deem inferior. They kill the ones they deem inferior, keeping only the birds who are game, which means they're, they're yeah. ready to fight, you know? Uh, many of these birds spend most of their lives tethered to one by one leg near inadequate shelter, such as like a plastic barrel or a small cage. So, mm. like I said, they're t- they're tethered, they're I chained like, up. You can't just gloss over the fact that people who cockfight are called cockers. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> you can't just gloss over that and then not expect Caucus. me to laugh. Cockers. Yeah, they're called cockers. I mean, they <laughs> they uh they raise the cocks. They cock the cocks. It's a good thing we don't have any uh, ads right now because I don't think anybody would want their company name in this episode. <laughs> yeah. The Sponsor people- us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Peta. Pretty awesome. <laughs> Remember, they attach the weights mm-hmm. and then they have practice fights. They call these practice fights being tested with steel because, you know, they have, they have steel weights on them. It sounds so much them. more cooler than it actually is yeah i mean they're spartans (laughs) these chickens are spartans they kill the ones that they think are inferior and keep only the ones who are violent and strong they're spartan birds it's you can call them spartans but i mean they're still just weaponized mcnuggets like razor blades and they could kill you probably they could they could turn you to it i would be very scared actually (laughs) these chickens would make bailey nuggets out of you (laughs) i'm ready to go it's fine you ready to go you're gonna i'll feed you to casper that's your that's your uh (laughs) Yeah, he'd be like, uh, "These are not Burger King nuggets. I do <laughs> not want it." <laughs> he also eats carrots, and I uh, can't yeah, tell you the last time carrots. I ate a carrot, so he would probably not like me. That's funny. I don't want people abusing chickens, guys. I just don't. I'm gonna put that on the record. I don't think it's cool. <laughs> this entire thing is just a PSA to like, hey, cockfighting is bad, and you shouldn't do it. <laughs> I think it's cool that they can like make chickens fight better with weapons and stuff, but. It's messed, and they should not do that. That's a no-no. Don't hey, do it. Hey, it's really cool, but don't um, do it. I guess don't do it. Don't do it. It seems not cool. Same as, like, I don't want people fighting dogs. I don't want to see a bullfight because they don't give the bull a fair chance. They drug him up, and they sleep-deprive him, and they don't give him food. It's a not A lot fair. of matadors, like, lose limbs and, like, are Matadors mangled. are so lame. And they They're wear really so tight lame. pants. I would watch a bullfight if they gave the bull a legit chance. Like, they fed it right. 
If they gave the bull a legit sleep. chance, they didn't give it a bunch of watch, weird drugs. You would watch a death match because that matador would die. At least that's ethical. Uh, I don't know. Because the bull would get away with it every time. No, if the bull killed somebody, they'd probably just kill the bull. No, actually, if it kills somebody, they retire it and just lives happily on a farm. And gets massaged yeah. on a yeah. Japanese farm until it's made into burgers. No, it doesn't get made into burgers. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought you said steak. Steak's different. It's the same difference. Okay, literally, that they you're just You're going to tell it. me steak is the same thing as burgers? No, I'm just saying it's okay. a cow. <laughs> uh, I don't like chickens, though. I don't like them. They're not cool. You know, chickens aren't that cool. But dogs are cool. But also, any industry running on animal abuse is unethical. So we go back to Thank you please don't do it. It's not cool. <laughs> that's <it. laughs> and that's that's it, folks. No, just kidding. I have a case this weekend. It's really awesome, and I'm really excited to do it. <laughs> Chickens are born to die. They are just gladiators. Blaring the music from the movie, <laughs> the last fight. That's a Sparta. <laughs> they just let the they literally. Go I'm ham. telling you, they are Spartans. They only keep the violent and the strong ones. Like that's that's gnarly. I don't know why I keep saying that, but it's cool. Okay, that's it. That's all I got. That's cockfighting in a nutshell. Pretty cool. Yeah. What's going on? Anyways. Nice one. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for my case. You have no fucking idea. Freaking. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> I'm so excited to do my case. This was one of the cases where, like, I I could not stop. Like, I, hmm. I just wanted to keep reading about this. It was so, nice. so cool. And, like, okay, I've always been obsessed with, like, mobsters and things like that. You know, because my, my dad loves these old time movies and we, I'd watch them all the time as a kid and like try to do the accents and stuff. <laughs> so um, my Italian mobster accent will be appearing in today's episode. Yes, if yes. that's triggering for you, I yes. <laughs> suggest you switch off now. <laughs> yeah, you, you just won't like this podcast. If... <laughs> Probably not because I do a lot of accents. But it's my favorite part. This week, I got to say <laughs> my favorite part. <laughs> Thank you. This week I'm covering the Valentine's Day Massacre nice nice and i'm really excited about it so credit where credit's due um wikipedia as always love you um we'll never donate <laughs> we'll never donate uh the mob we need museum. a shirt of that <laughs> love you we'll never donate uh the mop museum which is a place that i want to go to it does that not sound like the coolest thing ever the oh, mob yeah. museum had a, a whole article on the valentine's day massacre um and then of course fbi.gov so we're both definitely on watch list now. <laughs> I want to see, I think that'd be cool to see that stuff, but I really want to see one of those bars that they had, the, mm-hmm. the hidden speakeasies? bars. Speakeasies? Yeah, speakeasies. I think that'd be really fun. Yeah, they have a lot of stuff like that preserved. Sweet. Like, you'll I'll get to this in a minute in my case, but mm-hmm. they literally have bricks from the building, mm. like in, at the mall museum from, from nice. this case. That's cool. Anyways, but... Let's let's get into it. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. I love mob stories and stuff like this. I think it's like gangster, like Italian mafia type stuff from like the, the early 1900s is just so fascinating. But <laughs> what would we do without booze? That's a joke. We're children of God. We don't partake. Um, I'm gonna, but, no comment. <laughs> no comment. I don't recall. Um, <laughs> I don't recall. Uh, we, we don't do that. Though. We're children of God. We pray. But what would we do without booze? Uh, in 1920, the 18th Amendment was passed in the U.S., which made the production, importation, distribution, and sale of alcoholic beverages illegal, but not the consumption of. So you could still drink it, but what? if you had it, they're like, you got this illegally, so we're taking it. <laughs> but what? they couldn't make the consumption illegal. And but, I would venture okay. to say that this might have been 
the biggest mistake in American history. Well, okay, maybe not. I forgot about definitely one of them. I forgot about all the other bad stuff too. Slavery. The the time when we bombed two cities. That too. Civilians. Slavery. Okay, it's in the top ten, probably. (laughs) Maybe not even. It's one of them. I don't know. (laughs) This is really where organized crime (laughs) takes off in the United States, like never before. So there's there's always been organized crime in the U.S., but. Now it's just exponentially greater. Okay, I said it made the top ten. Stop. The, ta- the time we, I'm, I gotta say, this is the worst thing that's ever happened in American <laughs> history. The the greatest tragedy in, Alcohol in American being history. Alcohol being illegal. The Trail of Tears. I guess it's a close second. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about the you other said, stuff. Hold up. <laughs> but Sorry. Anyways. Top ten. And like, so <laughs> there's a, there's a just exponentially greater organized crime now that prohibition is in act yeah uh but you have everything from moonshine bootleggers in appalachia to like these well-dressed rich italian crime bosses in chicago you know Mm -hmm. and in my head moonshine bootleggers and italian mob bosses are just like so far apart in history but in reality (laughs) they're operating at the same time like prohibition is the main reason for operation of both of these groups but in my head i think bootlegging takes place in like the early 1900s like bonnie and clyde old-timey stuff whereas like mafia crime in my head is like 1940s with fedoras and nice suits and things like that like it's a phase yeah. like it's a fad they're like all right we're gonna do moonshine okay now we're gonna be italian mobsters yeah. but they like take place like 40 years uh, apart in my head but really they're funny. operating at the same time uh and bootlegging just has a really interesting history which i should totally cover that in another case like moonshine has a really sweet. interesting yeah. like appalachian crimes like that super interesting history huh. um but obviously americans had no intention of giving up booze because why would you um so they had to get it from somewhere and these organized crime groups were smuggling it over the borders from like canada mexico or just secretly importing it from overseas and or even just making it themselves um and you know like moonshiners but the secret acquisition and transportation of booze was called bootlegging and the term bootlegging comes from all the way back in the 17th century when soldiers would sneak a flask into army camps by hiding it in their boots. Oh, so they'd wear what? these like tall boots back then and they'd slide the flask in there and keep it up on their leg. Hence the term bootleg. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, I actually have a, a quick fact for my case. Cockpits in a plane are actually named after cockpits in cockfighting. Oh, that's... Oh. Because they're like in, in the war. I, oh, that I mean, that makes sense. Because when like they would be in a dogfight or whatever... Yeah. Dang, that's another dogfight. Dogfight, another animal reference. That's weird. U.S. military, but um, dogfights, cockfights? Question mark. Wow. Anyways, but yeah, that's that's where the term bootlegging comes from. Um, but bootlegging actually reached its peak during Prohibition in the 1920s, and the bootleg capital of the world was Chicago. Which, for some reason, in my mind, when I think bootlegging, I think like Appalachian moonshiners, like out in the middle of the woods, you know, no shoes on, the overalls, making moonshine. Yeah, I thought overalls but, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like the capital of the bootlegging world is actually Chicago. Crazy. The bootlegging world in the United States. Um, and <laughs> crime. <laughs> yeah. Did, crime. I don't think anywhere else. Didn't. Nowhere else made alcohol legal, right? I know Russia um, at, at one point. It was illegal to make your own because you had to buy the state's alcohol. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure there have been other things like prohibition in other countries like that. But I want to talk about our prohibition because yeah. this is interesting. 
So crime groups in Chicago during this time often got into like turf wars. They'd hijack each other's alcohol shipments. Uh, They'd often solve these issues with each other through um, peaceful negotiation and compromise. Really? Uh, Just kidding. They'd shoot at each other with Tommy guns (laughs) to solve their issues. They'd they'd solve things with a barrage of bullets and peaceful barrage. Peaceful barrage. I mean, that's how I solve my issues. A peaceful barrage of bullets from a Tommy gun that you own. I'm kidding. I just poison people. (laughs) Oh. I'm kidding. I don't do that. Uh, <laughs> Most poisoners are women. You taught me that. I did teach you. I should stop teaching you. You woman poisoner. <laughs> Get on my bad side, Ben. Try me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've done it twice. I'll do it again. To me? <laughs> when yeah. have you poisoned me? I've never poisoned you. That's exactly you what a poisoner <laughs> would say. Anyways, the most notorious of these gangs was Al Capone's Southside Gang. And Obviously, Al Capone is probably the name you think of first when you, when I say mobster, you know, Scarface, Al Capone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But he's incredibly famous. There's literally movies about him and just his life of crime. He actually quit school after sixth grade. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that, but he quit school after sixth grade and went on to work for his friend Johnny Torrio, who was already this notable Chicago gangster um, in the crime scene back then. And he was in the <laughs> Big Jim Colosimo gang. I'm going to say a lot of awesome names That's in this. Cool. That's a cool. lot of them have these like either weird or really cool nicknames. Hey, Big Jim. <laughs> Big Jim Colosimo. Uh, but in 1925, after the violent demise of Big John Colosimo. <laughs> every time. We do this every, every time. time. Oh, I should read ahead. That's funny. But after the violent demise of Big John Colosimo, <laughs> RIP, um, and the retirement of Johnny Torrio, uh, he was shot out. So he... Um, retired because he was injured uh al capone was he was finally promoted to mob boss hey ma look at me your baby boy's the crime king in chicago (laughs) 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 i gotta stop but (laughs) al capone's south side gang was not the only major criminal force in chicago at the time (laughs) so capone's rule over the midwest was constantly being challenged by george moran's north side gang or as he's more commonly known as George Bugs Moran. I think you've ever heard of Bugs Moran. Mm, also a really famous gangster. He's in a lot of other uh, movies too. No. Yeah, he's a really famous gangster in Chicago, <laughs> along with Al Capone. But never knew him. <laughs> well, you will now. Bugs Moran was originally born Adelard Coonan. <laughs> <laughs> so he oh, definitely no. he, he definitely picked a better name for himself there. Um, and he too inherited a gang after the death of his boss Dion <laughs> O'Banion and the. The death of D- of Dion O'Banion is often accredited to friends of Capone, so that's probably where the rivalry started from. I mean, but if it's not, it's probably didn't help. Yeah. So. No. <laughs> On February fourteenth, nineteen twenty nine, the feud between the gangs came to a head, and so became the Saint Valentine's Day massacre. So at ten thirty, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Now we're getting into it. There's a little, little backstory, little backstory, no, yeah, little history, yeah. and now we're getting into the murder. Oh, God. Almost knocked it over. At 10.30 a.m. that Valentine's Day in the Cartage Company garage in North Chicago, seven of Bugs Moran's men were violently gunned down by four of Capone's men. So the seven men in Moran's gang were waiting in the garage for a shipment of smuggled Canadian whiskey when four men pulled up like next to the garage in a police car, two of which were wearing police uniforms. So thinking that they were being subjected to a police raid, which was super common back then, these men 
probably have been raided by police before. This is no big deal. The seven guys lined up against the wall, uh, shoulder to shoulder with their backs to the police oh, and shoot. their hands up in submission. They're, so they're expecting to get arrested. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're so chill they, with that because they're hard yeah. to like. So they line up shoulder to shoulder, put their hands up in sh- submission, and Capone's men open fire on the group with uh. just two Thompson submachine guns uh, and a shotgun. Got him. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I'm talking about a massacre. Got him. <laughs> Shit. And the uh, men were killed. Yeah. Maybe not so. Uh, maybe not the right. <laughs> you go, got him. And my next line not is, the, right the men were killed almost instantly. <laughs> not the right reaction either. Yeah. <laughs> but the men were killed almost instantly, and the garage was just covered in blood. A totally gruesome scene. Um, Capone's men left the garage almost as quickly as they had arrived. The only eyewitness Damn. to the mur- yeah, and the only eyewitness to the murders was a German shepherd named Highball. What? What? The- He'd been waiting in the garage with the men. He was oh tied my. to a car bumper, and Capone's men didn't kill you the dog. They they left him. A dog, a witness. That's not doesn't well. Makes sense. They left him. Thank God, but he was never the same after that and he eventually had to be put down uh, that's horrible yeah dogs are so smart like and also the they're smart seven regularly people that were shot to death yeah that's i mean horrible too but also like that's some that's some violent stuff if a dog witnessed that and was never the same again yeah like that's messed dogs are smart like smart regularly Sheesh. but also just like smart emotionally they can get ptsd too which yeah is probably what happened to highball it's what happened to casper yeah, Casper has PTSD. I also had another dog um, when I was a kid named Daisy. She had PTSD because I had... Daisy, Sorry. <laughs> no, I had a dog named Rocky. He was a, a boxer, and Daisy was like a little pug mix. <laughs> and um, Rocky was sick for a long time, and like he... He had a, a lo- he had a blood disease, so he like had eleven percent oxygen capacity in his body, so he could like barely breathe. Mm-hmm. And he like laid out in the yard one day, and like he was laying down. So you're like, oh shoot, he's probably gonna die, because like you know when dogs like they'll be fine, and then they'll like lay down to die, you know? No. Oh well, yeah, they like lay down to die, and so he laid down in the middle of the yard, and then the neighbor was like out doing yard work, and of course him being a dog, he like jumps up and like starts running at the neighbor and barking and barking, and like that definitely took the last little bit of life out of him. So he was like walking in to come inside Damn. and just like collapsed in the kitchen, and Daisy, our little dog, saw the whole thing, uh, and of course my we, I was younger back then, so my parents were like hey, go upstairs, take the dog, go upstairs, so that they could take care of Rocky and yeah they like wrapped him up in a sheet and all that jazz but the entire time my brother and i were upstairs with daisy she would not stop screaming like not yeah damn she would scream not even bark she was screaming and then from that day on she would just be asleep and then all of a sudden just wake up in like this just dead screaming she was just out of a dead sleep just wake up screaming yeah oh my god (laughs) anyways dogs can get ptsd too that's terrible that is terrible um yeah i mean she lived a good life though she we had to get rid of her because she made all my family's allergies really terrible but uh she lived a good life she lives with some lady in a retirement home and they watch general hospital every day that's (laughs) fucked up it is really sad why'd you tell me that (laughs) because it has to do with my case ptsd and dogs are you gonna cry i'm gonna try to not (laughs) okay hey it's fine i cried enough for the both of us so what the fuck but anyways, there's okay. There's a lot of photos Side of the massacre. <laughs> I know there's a lot of photos of the massacre on Google, like photos of the actual bodies dead at the crime scene. So I wouldn't recommend googling this case unless you're prepared to see that. But just a warning, 
Um, and the in- this is okay. This was the part where I was like, "Whoa!" The intended target for the attack was Moran himself, but he was running late that morning to the meeting. Saw the police car parked out front and just kept driving. He was like, "Nope, I'm not going to jail today." <laughs> and if he had been on time to that meeting, he Dang. so would have been a victim. He would have been dead if he was on time. Holy crap! Yeah, because he wouldn't have seen the police car. Mm-hmm. Dang. I'm or like, was well, that's a, a good thing I'm late to car, everything. Or was it just an unmarked car? It was a police car. Okay. And out of the seven victims, five were gangsters who worked for Moran. One was an auto mechanic who worked on Moran's cars. And the other guy was an optician who just liked to hang out with gangsters. He was an eye doctor who just liked to hang out with gangsters. Holy crap. So this is a really mixed crowd. It's like, like yeah, in I high guess school. I'll murder some people. It, well, he didn't murder people. He oh, just he liked got to, murdered. Yeah, he got murdered. Oh, he, he just liked to hang out with them. And it's like in high school, there's always that one like nerdy AP class kid, you know, who just hangs out with the stoners or the goths. And you're just like, one of these things is not like the others. <laughs> you don't understand it, but you're not against it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you vibe who you vibe with i yeah opticians and gangsters Op- hey gangsters need glasses too also you just compared gangsters to uh stoners <laughs> and goths well i'm just saying it's a very stoner different plus goth crowd. equals gangster you have to throw a little of the milady kid in there for the fedora yo you just did something you just did something <laughs> anyways but what <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Uh, one of the one of the men, Frankie Gusenberg, didn't die right away despite having twenty two bullet wounds. Holy crap. Yeah, I'm surprised too. Oh he was God. rushed to the hospital and police tried to question him, but like classic mobster fashion, he was like, I ain't saying nothing, capiche, you know? <laughs> I'm sh- I'm sure I'm putting <laughs> words in his mouth here, but <laughs> I'm just like, how can a body even hold twenty two bullets? Like how know. are you alive? Uh, he died three hours later, but but three hours, damn. Yeah, with 22 bullets That's in pretty you. pretty good, man. Better hope you don't walk near any magnets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's like such a specific joke. You can like never. I will never be able make to make that, that again. again. <laughs> but. That's great. Before this incident, Al Capone was seen as something like a celebrity. He was friends with a lot of people in the community and revered by a ton of people despite his illegal activity. Something like robin hood but if robin hood gave the townspeople booze instead of money <laughs> so like i don't know maybe better <laughs> but we can't say stuff like this we really can't say stuff like that Billy. i'm joking that's not good at all stop legal activity is bad stop that cockfighting is bad stop that <laughs> contrary to copy <laughs> never mind contrary to cocular belief <laughs> jesus oh thanks for anyway. that. that's great but this, this event really turned the tide in public opinion of mobsters, like the massacre. I'm doing the I'm doing the mob hands. No, I'm not. Mob hands. <laughs> this a massacre. No. <laughs> oh, hey, a massacre in here. That's bad. Oh no. Racist? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> From Pavalia Island, <laughs> where he talks. <laughs> Italian accent to locals. Oh my god. Racist question mark. (laughs) But the massacre made the front page of every newspaper in the US and even in some like foreign countries too. And this event was so violent and seemingly cowardly. I mean, the men were shot in the back by guys masquerading as police that the the people had had enough and public opinion went from positive to negative. And where do you think they got the police outfits though? The police, Bailey? No. 
I'll get to it later. They weren't actually cops. They were gangsters who stole police uniforms and or probably shot some cops and took their uniforms. They probably just paid the cops. Probably. That too. I mean, the cops Honestly, were literally, back then. <laughs> the cops literally were the mob. Okay. Well, let's not get political because I want to talk about okay. this murder, not yeah. other murders. Okay. okay. Al Capone really paid the price for this massacre. His businesses started to tank because he was really just thrust. He, he thrust mobs into the spotlight of police. Don't make that motion. This is why we can't film these things. <laughs> That's true. He's, he throws mobs into the into, spot, <laughs> into police spotlight. Now I can't even talk. He thrust into the spotlight. <laughs> he thrust into police. <laughs> <laughs> Brings a whole new meaning to fuck the police. <laughs> no. Okay. Um. So before mm. then, police would just raid their operations. They'd take the booze, maybe put a couple of the lower guys on the totem pole in jail. It was it was really just a slap on the wrist for people like Capone and Moran. But now, because of the massacre, police are starting to crack down on big-time gang activity. And a month after the massacre, political leaders in Chicago met with President Hoover at the time to ask for federal help in cutting mm. back crime in the city, especially because Capone is at the center of most of it and everybody hated him. Uh, but crime was I just running rampant him. in Chicago. Uh, the feds did not love Capone, but okay. the, the community did uh-huh. until he ordered the mass murder of seven people. Yeah, and then they're like, actually, yeah. I don't think we knew that much about this guy. <laughs> like, wait a second. <laughs> I think we might have judged this guy wrong. Uh, but when when they met, there's this famous line from President Hoover. He told his attorney general to, quote, get Capone. That's all he said. It was just get Capone. Like, get him here to talk to him or what do you mean get him what do you think that means put him in jail okay and or dead (laughs) thought he wanted to hang out with the guy get capone he seems like a cool guy i don't know why (laughs) get capone uh, i want to have a i don't know why president i want to have a stromboni sandwich with him (laughs) i don't know why it's president hoover's also do you know president hoover supposedly went to george fox that's like their claim to fame is that president hoover went to george fox but he didn't he went to george fox before it was a college and it was like pacific school or something so did my grandparents they went here when it was pacific college it wasn't a college it was still like a grade school back then and he went to stanford for college he just went to the school that was here like when president hoover was alive was uh like an elementary middle high school (laughs) um and fox tries to claim that you know know, hoover went to george fox but he really didn't he went to a high school here and then he went to stanford anyways nice nice little (laughs) anti-fox that's great what was was i saying about what kind of sandwich is that? What do they have? What Stromboni. Ta- I no, don't know. No, what type of sandwiches do they have? Pepperoni. No, it's a... um. Salami. Pastrami sandwich. Pastrami. Roast beef. All right, let's keep <laughs> Anyways. <going. laughs> but this wasn't going to be an easy task, obviously. Even though Al Capone was suspected of orchestrating the murders, they couldn't directly tie him to anything. And he had a pretty good alibi though i will say he was living in miami beach florida at the time and the murders took place in chicago but Dang, obviously that yeah. that doesn't mean that he couldn't have been the brain behind the whole thing yeah, like yeah. how do you but how do you prove that in 1929 without being able to get phone records or look at internet activity true yeah like they just had to make a really good guess um and i guess they couldn't i mean they they couldn't yeah they, they couldn't pin him to it, anything right? And police questioned one of Capone's bodyguards, thinking that he played a role in all of this. And his name, I told you there was going to be good names in this. (laughs) Burp. (laughs) Burp. His name was Jack Machine Gun McGurn. That's Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Machine Gun Gun Jack. McGurn? McGurn, yeah. 
that's part's not as cool, but like imagine your Jack name being Machine, Machine Gun. Gun McGurn. That's not his real name. There's no way. No, that was it. They all have mobster nicknames, but his That's nickname cool. was Machine Gun, which is pretty dope. And police huh. charged him with the massacres, Sweet. but he was saved by what the press dubbed his blonde alibi. Uh, he said that he was with his girlfriend, Louise Rolf, at a hotel the day of the murders, which made police release him from custody. They couldn't keep him if he had an alibi. Huh. And then he married Louise so she wouldn't be asked to testify against him in court, which is like low-key genius because it's spousal privilege. You know, oh, that's a thing. Yeah. So if you're married, you know, they can't force your spouse to testify against you. Really? Like your spouse can't be called to the stand. Yeah. What? It's like Loki genius, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, if you're trying to get away with the crime, it's kind of a lot of work. I'm not promoting it. Yeah. But but I bet they had a happy marriage. (laughs) I'm. Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I feel like that's not the happy couple. But this meant the police still had no suspects. So with no luck finding suspects, they turned to the evidence and investigators had to first figure out if the two men in uniforms that fired on the victims were actual police officers. They brought in a ballistics expert who concluded that out of the 70 45 caliber shells retrieved from the crime scene, they were fired by two Thompson submachine guns, one gun firing 50 rounds and the other firing 20 so he took the Tommy guns owned by the Chicago police and fired off oh. rounds to look at them under a microscope. Huh. And he determined that the rounds at the crime scene were not fired by real police weapons. So they had to be outside weapons. Huh. So fast forward 10 months, real, just real quick, you know, and a man by the name of Fred the Killer Burke. I told you these are good names. Fred the Killer Burke. Nice. He gets into a car accident in Michigan after police you know tried to interview and fred shoots an officer and just hightails it out of there but wrecks his car again on the way out and he gets away on foot and he goes off into hiding but police find papers in his abandoned car that lead him to his phone where they find two thompson submachine guns so they're taken back to chicago for ballistics testing and sure enough they're a match for the guns Hmm. that were fired at the crime scene and guess who fred is known to work time to say got him Got him. <laughs> and guess who he's known to work for? The police. Yeah. No. The police. <laughs> Good old Scarface himself. It's coming full circle. It's is Al Capone. Uh, so the FBI is on the lookout for Capone now that they have this connection. And after the massacre, Capone was asked to appear at a national mob convention. <laughs> it's like Comic Con, but Dang. more fedoras. <laughs> That's. What? Yeah, they have mob conventions, which sounds like not a great idea if you're. What does um, that mean? If your whole job is organized crime. Yeah, but when he got there, the leaders told him that he needed to lay low for a while. But really, they just wanted him to like stay put in an area for hmm. long enough to be arrested, because they hmm. set this man up. They arranged for him to be arrested on charges of a, like charges of possession of an unlawful firearm. So he had a gun on him, and they they set him up to be arrested. Oh my! So goodness. he got ten months in jail. And I mean, that's all they could get him. Yeah. Well, (laughs) it's so that's so weak. I mean, but later on, like two years later, he was arrested for real for tax fraud. That's how they ended up getting um, Al Capone. And that's a whole nother case in itself. But getting back to the Valentine's Day massacre, no one was ever prosecuted for the crimes. And technically, Hmm. it still remains unsolved to like to this day. Yeah. But the consensus is that it was done by a group of called the american boys it's a 
I almost said Proud Boys. Oh my God. It's called, they're called the American Boys. And it's a group from St. Louis that worked for Capone. And fun fact, it was actually Capone who gave them that nickname because they weren't Italian. Not very good at naming things besides people, I guess, because American Boys, I guess. American Boys is lame. I will say that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's just because they weren't Italian. But (laughs) you don't get a cool nickname. You're not Italian. (laughs) But. Here's the evidence that we have that points to the American boys. An eyewitness said that one of the men in the police uniforms was missing a tooth. And guess who was also missing, missing a tooth? Missing a tooth? A tooth. Guess who was also missing a tooth? Fred. The killer. The killer, Burke. He was missing a tooth, though. The killer was the killer. The killer. <laughs> Surprise. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not good at nicknaming people, guessed? I guess. Yeah, that, that's not a great one. <laughs> and then you have the two Tommy guns used in the massacre were found at this guy's house tom or fred burke two guys named tommy and gun <laughs> they're like twins <laughs> yeah tommy and gun fred the killer jack machine gun jack McGurn. machine gun McGurn. what would my mobster name be don't look me up and down like that i don't know i'm gonna put it into the internet later google bailey the baron the baron why not baron like baron yeah i know i wasn't assuming baron as in i can't have children <laughs> I saw a tweet the other day that's like, uh, I'm either really lucky or I'm infertile. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, uh, like, that's funny. That is funny, but damn. Anyways, I'm going to put my, I'm going to find really a, lucky. Sorry, okay, keep going. I'm going to find a, a mob name generator on the internet later. And then in 1935, you have a man named Byron Bolton who's arrested by the feds and just spills his guts. Worst mobster ever. He's, <laughs> he literally told them everything they wanted to know about the massacre. He said the massacre was planned in 1928 at a Wisconsin resort by Fred Goats and Al Capone. But first of all, can we just go back to Wisconsin resort? Well, there's resorts in Wisconsin. What do they do up there? Like, I mean, I guess there's lakes. Is it cold? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Wisconsin. It's Wisconsin. Oh, they go watch. Let's go watch the Packers at you the TV at the spa. Houseboat houseboat i guess watch the packers yeah go green bay green bay green bay packers are the wisconsin football team oh they're from wisconsin yeah see i don't know anything green bay packers their mascot is their mascot's a block of cheese of course they're from wisconsin block of cheese that's a terrible (laughs) mascot (laughs) they wear like cheese hats on game day okay that's actually kind of yeah that's kind of dope but yeah i do like cheese cheese hurts me but it was (laughs) cheese hurts me too i'm in an abusive relationship with cheese I just choose to stay away from cheese, so, oh. so I don't poop myself. Some of us don't have that luxury, no. Yeah. <laughs> but it was planned by Fred Goats and Al Capone. And Bolton said the killers were Fred Goats, Gus Winkler, Raymond Crane Neck Nugent. We'll get a load of that name. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Like, hey, that guy's neck is kind of crooked. He got a <laughs> His name is Crane Neck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, my name is Raymond. Nah, it's Crane Neck now. That's terrible. <laughs> Raymond Crane Neck Crane Nugent, neck. Fred Burke, obviously, and Bob Carey, while a lookout named Jimmy Fred the, the Swede Moran. Do you think he was like he was Italian and they just called him the Swede? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jimmy man. the Swede Moran waited around Swedish. the corner. Uh, he messed. He had to have been. Maybe right? he was the lookout. So who cares about him? Um, and this was widely accepted by Chicago detectives until the wives of two of the men came forward to give the real truth about what happened in that garage. 
So Irene Goetz, wife of Fred Goetz, and Georgette Winkler, wife of Gus Winkler, told detectives that it was actually Fred Goetz, Fred Burke, Gus Winkler, and Ray Nugent who did the killing, with Burke and Goetz waiting, or what? With Burke and Goetz wielding the Tommy guns. And the lookouts were Jimmy, the Swede, Miranda, and Byron Bolton, who really, he tried to leave himself out of the story, but obviously to no prevail. So these badass women just outed their mobster husbands. Like, <laughs> shoot. Damn, okay. And, but none of these men were prosecuted for their crimes because justice isn't real. And, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that they didn't all meet their own untimely demise. They weren't prosecuted, but they were prostituted. <laughs> no, they were all murdered. For their crimes. Um, oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. So Fred Burke was convicted of killing that Michigan cop and sentenced to life in prison. Hmm. Bob Carey was shot to death in a 1932 murder-suicide. Gus Winkler was murdered in 1933 by Al Capone's successor, Frank Needy, on suspicion of talking to the feds. Frank Go- or Fred Goetz was murdered on the street in 1934, and good old Crane Neck Nugent was last seen in 1930 <laughs> uh, in Florida with Al Capone, where he mysteriously vanished to never be seen again. Good old cr- oh, sad. AKA good old Crane Neck. with the fishes. Good Seems old like a neck. toxic workplace environment. <laughs> yeah, they need an HR update. Yeah, yeah. It seems like <laughs> something something's not right with that work culture. But uh, for sure. Well, I got a. Ch- <laughs> All I get was a ch. That's no, fine. I can wheeze for you again. <laughs> I yeah. can't do a fake wheeze. It sounds like I'm trying to squeeze one out. <laughs> <laughs> so for sure, Goats and Winkler's deaths were hits by the mob to make sure that they wouldn't talk. I mean, hmm. we don't know, but we know. We you know. know. Wink, wink, wink. Like they were definitely mob hits, but. With no trial to or like official end to the case, it just leaves the scar on the history of organized crime in America. Prohibition was repealed in 1933, which took away this really lucrative source of income for the mobs. But don't worry, they found other ways of making a living, <laughs> <laughs> like protection payments, things like yeah. that. Awful. But what's wrong with protection? <laughs> if you don't pay Extorting us, it, yeah, you'll yeah. need protection from us. <laughs> yeah. And the general public will always have this fascination for mobs and organized crime like this. There's hundreds of movies devoted to this time in history. There's even movies about the Valentine's Day Massacre itself. Uh, My personal favorite being uh, Some Like It Hot with Marilyn Monroe. (laughs) Have you ever seen that? No, I haven't. (laughs) So it's like these two musicians accidentally witness the massacre. So they have to go on the run, but they disguise themselves as women. It's so funny. (laughs) There's literally a line. What? That's great. There's literally a line that one of the guys masquerading as a woman is in the car with this general who like has a crush on him or whatever. And he goes, but I can never have children. And the general goes, that's okay. We can adopt some. He he rips off the wig. He goes, I'm a man. (laughs) Well, nobody's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I love that movie. Uh, It's so, 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 so good. We should watch that tonight. But anyways, yeah, that is the Valentine's day massacre. I don't know what it is about mob so history. So cool and good. But mob history and stuff like this is just so incredibly interesting to me. I don't know why. I just, yeah, I don't know. I think I like. It's good stuff, yeah. I think I like periods in history like this, like true crime periods in history where there's like an underlying culture to it all because mobs yeah, it's so had different. its own, like it had its own world, basically. It was its own yeah. culture, things like that. Yeah, I just love that kind of stuff in history. Like the Holocaust, too. There's like this own, like there's this culture, like underneath it all. 
it's like, like everything. Like it's really fundamentally different society. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But anyways, yeah, that's my case for this week. Pretty crazy. Awesome. Though. Good one. Yeah. Got a, it was a little one. sad in the highball in the middle there. Yeah, like <laughs> RIP highball. Freaking shit. We really sheesh. need we really need some good news after that one. <laughs> yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> and for all you loners out there like me, choke your chicken. <laughs> Don't use razor blades. Um, we can't put that in, <laughs> but that was really funny. Okay, so since you talked about animals today, well I guess I talked about animals too. RIP highball. Um, yeah. why not another animal good good story? Psh, yeah, I love the and animal. And on a good note. I love the animal good stories. So if you're new to the podcast, we always end off with a, a positive story and on a good note because yep, we talk yep. about a lot Balance of heavy stuff. So this week I have a case from, or a case, but we're done with cases today. <laughs> we haven't, we've had enough yeah, of Yeah, this is the good news. Yeah, I have a story from, it's from the Today Show and it's titled, Meditating Cat Offers Zen-like Support to Kids Affected by Trauma. Winky. Yeah. Oh, my. (laughs) We'll get into that later. Uh, But Thea is a hairless cat who comforts and entertains clients at Pittsburgh's Crisis Center in Crisis Center North, a domestic violence counseling center and educational resource center. So this article is. I love hairless cats. They're awesome. Mm, No, it's like petting an old person. They're all wrinkly. No, it's like petting a kiwi. It's so soft. Mm. I think it's softer than regular hair. They're nice. It's like petting an old person. I don't really like old people. Uh, Damn, you don't like anything. Hey, you didn't have to work a job <laughs> where you got yelled at by old ladies all day. I did, actually, and I, they hit on me as well. Oh, I got hit on by so many old men. They were so creepy about it. Yeah. I have lots of I worked at a grocery store. That. I was a cashier, and I used to get hit on by old men, and I don't make tips. I worked at an old person home, so uh, you can't oh, yeah, talk to me true. about not... Yeah. That's true, but they Come didn't on. yell at you about coupons that expired in 2014. Like, ma'am, I can't make that work. Mm, fair. Did you have any old men tell you? I bet you're smiling under that mask now, aren't you? You're really missing out because yeah. you got it. You could have gotten Sounds comments incredible. like that. Sounds incredible. Sounds lovely. Like the heavy breathing. Like I, I can hear it through the mask. I bet you're like, smiling. Yeah. I bet you're really pretty under there. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't make tips, sir. If you want to talk to me like that, you're gonna have to pay me. <laughs> anyway. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's talking about. You just so have a jar. You bring a jar with <laughs> you to jar. whichever cafe. Anytime an old man tries to flirt with me, I bring out the jar. I'm like, sir, it's three dollars for a creepy comment <laughs> like that. <laughs> i would have made more in tips like that than i would have my actual paycheck uh but i believe it this article is by jen reader came out february 3rd and it says things click into place as thea closes her eyes and it and a voice intones take one more breath she sits calmly zen like leading an online meditation as the soothing words continue to instruct her viewers That's be aware awesome. of your whole body as best you can take a breath and then, when you're ready, you can open your eyes. What if this cat actually can talk, though? <laughs> it's the cat leading the meditation. That'd be so cool. A gentle voice calls Thea, and she opens her eyes on cues. Not bad for a cat. Oh, that's awesome. Thea is the only feline on the Pause for Empowerment <laughs> team at the nonprofit uh. Crisis, Center, Crisis Center North, a domestic violence counseling and educational resource center in Pittsburgh. The four-year-old Sphinx cat, that's what they're called, Sphinx cats, not <laughs> hairless cats, yeah typically works in counseling sessions for children's age 2 to 19 but during the pandemic she's also been meeting virtually with clients who cannot come to the center and supporting her community at large so cool sweet yeah yeah benefiting not only children now but like all sorts of people who need you know support i think support from an animal is so beneficial 
in yeah, times they of like, just, trauma like this. They don't it because you need a listener. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all you and need. And they 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 love unconditionally and they don't judge. Yeah, I love love support animals and like therapy animals and things like that. Such yeah. an awesome awesome. Sometimes thing you to don't do. need input. You just and need like someone to chill with you. Yeah, exactly. And Thea will chill with you. Yeah. She I don't normally I don't That's awesome. I'm not a cat person. Like I like cats, what? but I like cats. I've just never owned one, so I, I okay. can't call myself a cat person. Okay. But I don't I don't know. I don't normally like how Sphinx cats look because they look like wrinkly old people. But she's really cute. She has these like bright blue eyes there and like we a go. spotty yeah. nose. She's actually really cute. Nice. But yeah. Oh my god. <gasps> I'll admit some of them <laughs> Okay, some of them do look pretty messed. Like they look <laughs> they look kind of scrotally, but but yeah. I'm looking right now at the rest of the article, and there's a drawing. Um, and Thea inspired a ten year old boy named Quincy to draw this picture of her, and it's so cute. <laughs> we'll put it on the Instagram. That's this great. picture of Thea drawn by Quincy, so cute. I love that. Animals helping kids, I love it. Hopefully, that ends on a really good note for you guys, yeah. and not dog PTSD and murder. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. It's been a wild ride this episode yeah, yeah. it's a good one <laughs> have a great valentine's day we'll see you on the 15th bye bye let's blow this popsicle stand selfish oops i was only recording my part disrespect oh my goodness. the disrespect i get on this <laughs> podcast i swear to god i just wheezed into the microphone dun, dun, dun. yeah i do that all the time I'm like, <laughs> i think wheezing is the best way to laugh <laughs> i have a weird fucking laugh <laughs> yeah well, you do curse, so I think you do hate Jesus, actually. Uh, so do you. <laughs> I don't hate it. Sorry, don't ha- Mom. I don't hate the guy. <laughs> no, I don't hate the guy. I just don't know him that well. Um, But yeah, so the gaggle or the waddle? <laughs> the you know what I'm talking about? Gizzard. That's or on a turkey, right? Same difference. That's it's the, the hangy downy bits. And just in case you didn't think they abused these chickens, I would tell you, they are gladiators. <laughs> fucking christ they're in like tiny <laughs> tiny spartan costumes oh we weren't recording are you serious no, just kidding. oh you cannot do that to me <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, that's messed that's our cold open good god get your shit together hello hello well <laughs> yay nice hey job. ma look at me your baby boy's the crime king in chicago <laughs> <laughs> well i'm just saying it's a stoner very plus goth crowd. equals gangster you have to throw a little of the milady kid in there for the fedora. Yo, <laughs> you just did something. <laughs>